Before we start today's episode, we have a quick message from our sponsor. Grownups, this ad's for you. Hi, Mystery Recipe Grownups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Juicy Juice 100% Juice is bursting with the fruity, juicy taste kids love. With no added sugar, no high fructose corn syrup, and 100% vitamin C in each 8-ounce serving, it's goodness made juicy. Available in a variety of flavors and sizes, with bottles big enough for the whole family to single-size boxes that kids can pack with their lunch or enjoy on the go. Juicy Juice 100% Juice makes kids and their parents 100% happy. To learn more, visit JuicyJuice.com. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And today, we are going to be learning about the fun and fantastical side of food with another interactive bonus episode. Each week, we'll play a round of a game we're calling Name That Recipe. Using sound clues and trivia hints, you at home get to try and guess what recipe we are talking about. But you won't be doing it alone. Every episode will have a different character you know and love from our show to help you guess. And we'll get to learn more about them because the recipes will be specifically chosen to tell us a little more about their past. Are you ready to guess along at home and try to name that recipe? Today, we'll be talking with the one and only writer and producer of this very podcast, Chad Chennai. Because he's a human and not an oven mitt or potholder, we'll be talking to him over the computer. And because he's normally in charge of all of the writing and planning and recording, oh boy, this one is going to be a big surprise. He has no idea what's coming. Well, let's give him a call. Hello. Hey, Chad. Hi, Molly. Um, Molly, why are you on the game show set? I thought we were just recording the credits. Well, Chad. Molly, you're using your serious NPR voice. Welcome to... Wait, is this what I think it is? Name that recipe. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> that's, that's right, Chad. You're our next guest on our bonus game show. Most listeners know you as our intrepid interviewer in our Ask a Grown-Up segments. They probably don't know that you're in charge of all of our scripts and recording and producing. You are basically the person behind the curtain of this entire podcast. I thought it would be a great opportunity for everyone to get to know you better. So does this mean that you've written the script and collected all the sound cues and done all these trivia hints without me? Yeah, but don't feel left out. It's only going to make the game more fun for you to play. And all the better for listeners to help you guess that recipe that relates to your past. Well, wooty woot, let's do this. Mystery recipe. Okay, Chad. Now, do you remember how to play Name That Recipe? I do, not to brag or anything, but I did kind of come up with the game. That's a very good point. Well, then for our listeners, here's how it works. 
Today, you're going to help Chad to guess a mystery recipe. It's going to be something from the America's Test Kitchen Kids website so that all of you young chefs at home can give it a try if you want to after the episode. But it's also going to be one that relates to your past, Chad. So fun. So that must mean that you went and talked to someone from my past. I did. I'll tell you exactly who after you guess the recipe. Was it my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Walker? No, I can't tell you. Or or was it Jerry, my boss at the paper company? I really can't tell you, Chad. You're just going to have to wait and see. I know, I know. All right. Are you ready for the game? I'm ready. We'll have two segments. Sounds like and did you know? In Sounds Like, we'll play sound clues, and you can use those to guess some of the ingredients in the recipe. And for Did You Know, we'll use trivia facts to give you some hints about the recipe as a whole. Are you ready to get started? I am ready as I'll ever be. All right, listeners, let's play Name That Recipe. All right, Chad, here is your first sound. What did it sound like? It sounded like maybe some cutting, like a knife and a cutting board, like slicing something. Mm-hmm. Good ears. Maybe something a little bit wet, like a fruit. You have very good ears. It's like you listen to podcasts all the time or something. I actually find these sound clues all day, so (laughs) I have some experience (laughs) with them. I was thinking about that as I was looking for these sound clues for you. I was like, I bet Chad has listened to all of these 9,000 times. I've listened to a lot of tomatoes being sliced, yes. Well, this is not a tomato. Okay, okay, good to know. But you are correct that it is something with moisture in it being sliced. Great. So you want to keep that in the back of your mind and move on to the next sound? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Well, at first, I kind of thought it maybe sounded like rain, mm, mm-hmm. but that's less less of an ingredient. It's kind of a romantic ingredient. You know, just chopping some fruit in the rain is a nice recipe, right? Um, no, so... Instead of rain, because that wouldn't make sense, maybe it is like the the sizzle of a frying pan, something in butter or oil kind of cooking in a frying pan. Yeah, that's it. That's a really good idea. You're totally right on that it is, there is a frying pan and heat involved. Remember that all the sounds are for a specific ingredient. And you actually did just mention it. What is something that does the sizzling in a frying pan? Is it butter? It is butter. This ingredient is butter. So we have kind of a moist thing that you can chop on a cutting board and butter. Want to listen to the next sound? Yeah, this is way more fun not knowing (laughs) what the actual recipe is. (laughs) Good. Okay, okay, I'm listening to the next sound. So this sounds very familiar. This sounds like something we used in, uh, uh, let's see, week three, season two of Mystery Recipe. What were we doing in week three, season two of Mystery Recipe? 
That was salt and sugar week. And so it sounded to me like a grainy something being poured into like a metallic cylinder. You are truly the expert, the mystery recipe expert. Yes, this is true. What do you think, salt or sugar? Well, we have maybe a fruit, if we're talking about something with moisture that gets sliced, and butter. And so I'm going to hope that it's sugar because I love sort of sweet things like that. You're right. You're very good at this. Woo. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. So, so far, we know that this recipe has something to do with a fruit, with melted butter, and with sugar. Sounds delicious. Listeners, any guesses so far what the recipe for today will be? Don't worry if you aren't sure yet. It could be definitely a few different things with that list of ingredients, which all would be delicious. Uh, We're going to have more hints for you. This next section is called Did You Know? For this section, young chefs, I'm going to give you and Chad a fact about this mystery recipe, and you can use it to try and guess what the recipe will be. You ready? Are you ready, Chad? I am ready. Okay, Chad, did you know this is a recipe that is often made and eaten in the fall? I love it. Fall is definitely my season, and so I'm very excited. What can we get from that? Interesting. So if this recipe is popular in the fall, then maybe it's comfort food, because we all love kind of like warm, happy comfort food in the fall. Or maybe they're ingredients that become ripe in the fall, and so they're, you know, seasonal fruits. Mm-hmm. That's a really good guess, especially thinking about that first sound that we heard. Great. So maybe it's a seasonal fruit to the fall. Mm-hmm. What are some of the seasonal fruits in the fall? I mean, I think my favorite is definitely apples, but we also have things like pears or pumpkins. Um, I love a good pumpkin. Mm-hmm. All right. For the next one, Chad, did you know that the name of this recipe gives you a big hint on what it will feel like in your mouth? Because a big part of this dish is the texture of the top versus the bottom. Now, what does that make you think of? Interesting. So something about what this dish is called has a texture word in it. Um, And so the first thing I think of is crumble. I love a good crumble dessert, like a crumbly top on a coffee cake or something like that. And a coffee cake does have sort of a top and a bottom that feel different, but no fruit really. It's a good guess. Not quite there. What are some other texture words that you can think of? Um, Maybe sharp. I've seen like sharp cheddar or different cheeses described like that. Um, Sandy which I wouldn't necessarily want, but with the sugar, maybe like a, you know, sandy dessert. Totally. Yeah, for young chefs at home, texture words are really words that help to describe how food feels, just like we said in the hint. So soft, crumbly, just like you said, um, dense, hard, chewy, squeaky. Squeaky, I like. I love a good squeaky cheese. (laughs) Halloumi cheese is really squeaky. Um, That's one of my favorite things. Um, But yeah, those are the type of words you want to be thinking about to help with this. Great. That's helpful. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you one more clue. 
That's great. This one is more personal. When you were growing up, you used to sit on the kitchen counter and watch as your mom cooked. Do you remember that? Of course. Well, so tell me a little bit more about where you grew up. Sure. Um, So I grew up in Florida. Um, I grew up in Stewart, Florida, which is right near the big lake in the middle. So it was always really warm, not necessarily the best baking weather, but my mom would bake all the time anyways. But my mother grew up in Connecticut. And so a lot of her cooking and her baking, I think, was very New England. And so even though we were in Florida, we weren't using oranges or grapefruits. We were using things like apples. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this recipe is something apple-related. You are right on track, Jad. This is not totally related to the recipe, but it's something I, I'm super curious to hear about. But did you know that you wanted to tell stories when you were a kid? Um, I think so. So I didn't think of it as telling stories, but I really loved to perform things. But I used to make fake commercials for everything. And so me <laughs> really? and my brother and all the people in our yeah, in our neighborhood, we would always get together and instead of like playing dodgeball or something like a normal kid activity, we would just like make little sketch comedy shows where we would all break off and like do little skits and then come together and perform them all. And so it was storytelling before I really thought of it that way. Um, But I was always kind of writing things and and performing. That sounds super fun. And so when you were a kid and your mom was cooking and you would sit on the counter, what are sort of the things that you would remember her cooking and how would you interact with them? I think I always got to taste, which was great. I remember cheese a lot, but I don't think it fits with these ingredients. Um, But but when she was baking, this sounds kind of desserty, And so... Always famous for her cookies. Chocolate chip, butterscotch chip were big ones. Your The did you know hints didn't really lead me towards cookies. All right, Chad, well, do you remember any of the specific things that your mother baked that were particularly fall-like? Sure. I think when she wasn't baking cookies, it was definitely... For fall, she had lots of pies. And so I know we had a pumpkin pie, um, but you wouldn't really slice a pumpkin like that. She did have this apple pie, but it wasn't exactly an apple pie. It was a little bit different because it didn't have the dough on the top. Mm. And so it had sort of a crisp, Mm. which is a word that describes a texture. And so maybe the recipe is an apple crisp. Ding, ding, ding. Chad, Hooray! you guessed it. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, great work. I spoke with your mom, who is a delight. She's the best. Hi, mom. Love you, mom. She is the best. I had such a good conversation with her, and she told me all about how you like to sit on the counter and watch her bake things like apple crisp and Dutch apple pies, which is a little bit like a combination of an apple crisp and an apple pie. Amazing. I didn't know the word for it until today, but now I know that those were Dutch apple pies that she was making. You learned something new. She also told me that you really like to eat raw pie dough. I still like to eat raw dough of anything I'm baking before it's baked, so (laughs) that checks out for sure. Amazing. So apple crisp is particularly appealing in the fall. I had to get in a pun because, you know, it's you, it's Chad. Because that's when apples are harvested. It's a baked dessert with a soft, cinnamony cooked apples underneath and a sweet, crisp streusel topping. 
If you want to try this recipe out for yourself, young chefs, you can head to atkkids.com slash apple crisp. How do you like to eat apple crisp? I would say a big scoop of vanilla ice cream on top really kind of takes it from good to fantastic. I totally agree. Ice cream really belongs on all desserts, in my opinion. Same. All right, so let's go back and talk about what each of the sounds were. We, we pretty much got them, but we can revisit that. All right, so that first sound, does that make more sense now? Yeah, so that must have been not just chopping a moist fruit, but chopping apples. Exactly. Did you know that there are more than 6,000 varieties of apples grown in North America? They come in all different sizes and colors. Some are super sweet and others are super tart. Um, That's amazing. And just in North America, which means across the world, there's probably even more than 6,000. Yeah, there are so many apples out there. It's really fascinating. Who knew? What apples did your mom use in the apple crisp? Do you know? Uh, I Red ones. Red. I think definitely red. But there's so many red apples that it's hard to know now. My new favorite kind of apple is jazz. Not just for the name, but because they're also like right in the middle of sweet and tart. Yeah, those are really good. I like those. And good name. And great name. Like that's just marketing. It's marketing, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that second sound, does that make sense to you now as well? It wasn't rain. Right. It was butter. It was melting butter. Which does make sense because the butter is used in the crisp of the, the topping on apple crisp. Exactly. It It's basically used to bind together the oats and the nuts and all the other yummy things that are on the top of an apple crisp. So great. And the third. The third one was pouring sugar. And where do you use the sugar in apple crisp? Everywhere. Well, <laughs> you use a little bit in the bottom part of the apple stuff, which gets all nice and cooked and soft and sweet. And then you also use it in the crisp top. It's a, it's a dessert. So it has sugar uh, kind of throughout. And it's delicious. As it should. Well, you are very good at this, Chad. It's kind of like it's your full-time job. I'm glad it is because it is so much fun, although I'm a little bit jealous now because being on the guessing side of things was such a blast. I'm so glad. It was very fun to do it. And it was great to learn more about you, Chad. I really want to see a video of some of the commercials or sketches you did as a kid. <laughs> do those exist anywhere? I don't have any home videos of them, sad to say. There are some school plays that you could watch but not any of my Chad original commercials. It's a true loss. I know, really is. They were mostly about bagel bites. I was really kind of on the bagel bite commercial train. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> bagel bites are delicious. <laughs> All right, so how did you do at home on today's Name That Recipe, Young Chefs? Did you guess that it was apple crisp after Sounds Like? Or was it Did You Know that helped you figure it out? One of my favorite things to do with this dish, like Chad said, is to serve it with a big scoop of ice cream. You could use a big scoop of the no-churn ice cream recipe from our episode with Detective Hollandaise. That's a great idea. All right. Thank you so much for being a contestant on Name That Recipe today, Chad. Thank you. This was so much more fun than recording credits, although we still do have to do that sometime. Thanks to our young chefs for playing along at home. We'll be back with another bonus episode next week. Until then, keep, keep on, on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a bowl of hand-pulled noodles with chili oil and herbs. 
Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a bagel with locks and cream cheese. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a meatball. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a loaf of white bread. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis, who is chicken marsala. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also a Caesar salad. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's fettuccine Alfredo. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavjin, and test cook, Cassandra Laughlin. Thanks again to our sponsor, Juicy Juice. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.